0: And it's time now for Green Visions, a production of The North, 103.3, to encourage green thinking and green actions. Green Visions is made possible by the Minnesota Power Energy Conservation Program, making progress toward a lower carbon energy future. And today our guest is Tom Presby, the Wisconsin Conservation Manager for Audubon Great Lakes. And Tom is on the line today. Good morning, Tom.
1: Good morning. Thank you for having
0: me. Yeah, thanks so much for being here and to uh, chat a little bit about uh, your work. And I just want to start by, let's maybe just outline some of the importance of your work here. We're talking about wetlands and the birds that make use of those wetlands in our region. What is the importance of these wetlands, especially as it pertains to the, uh, the wildlife out there?
1: So wetlands are extremely important for birds, not only birds, but for other wildlife, for people, but birds need wetlands for breeding um, and migratory stopover. They need the areas of shallow water and wetland vegetation, um, the variety of cover that wetlands provide. Wetlands are also a water purifier, so they help. Uh, restore clean water for wildlife and people. So, uh, yeah, very important. They also help um, mitigate the actions of climate change by um, providing a buffer from wind energy, wave energy, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, not just birds that really need wetlands, but um, people, fish habitat, obviously, So wetlands are extremely important.
0: Yeah. And thanks for detailing that. I know it kind of seems like maybe an obvious question, like, of course, wetlands are important. But I think that through the grand scheme of things saying like, yes, nature is important. Sometimes we lose the details and the list that you just detailed for us uh, can get lost sometimes. So thank you for taking the time to do that right out of the gate. Um, Next up, let's just get right to it. What is the work that you are doing towards either preservation or restoration in some cases of certain wetlands?
1: Yeah, we're very excited to be doing work up in the St. Louis River Estuary. So the St. Louis River Estuary comes up the St. Louis River through the Oliver area up into the Duluth Superior area and over to Alois Bay, which is where we're working right now. And we're working on restoring the coastal wetland that is in Alois Bay. If you're not familiar with the area, it's basically... The area across the road from Wisconsin Point, um, that bay over on the south side of the road, and it's a large wetland. It used to host a huge variety and abundance of marsh birds that have declining populations. And a lot of those birds are still there because there is pockets of really good habitat left there, but we've had phragmites, and especially cattail, the invasive type of cattail, come in and start dominating larger and larger areas over the years, which is declining the amount of habitat out there for some of these species. So what we're looking to do is a couple of things. One, try to manage that cattail. We we know that cattail's is a natural plant, but again, this is the invasive kind, and you're never going to get rid of it, but we want to diversify the structure of it basically so open up some areas in that cattail where these birds can have variety of structure that they need like little pools of open water and channels Um, that's called hemi marsh which is that combination of open area and wetland vegetation and also we want to make the wetland more resilient i mentioned climate change a minute ago but um, the effects of wind and waves coming over that bay and into this wetland have decreased the size of this wetland. So in the future, we're make, looking to make the wetland more resilient. And it's not just in Aloise Bay. We've been doing bird surveys throughout the St. Louis River estuary with one of our partners, NRRI, out of the University of Minnesota, Duluth looking for other areas that uh, may need um, more restoration in the future as well, up and down that St. Louis River corridor.
0: And if you're just joining us, this is Green Visions, and we are speaking with Tom Presby, the Wisconsin Conservation Manager for Audubon Great Lakes. Tom, thanks again for being with us. And uh, just a a fact that I uh, pulled out of some of the research in preparing for this is that Two-thirds of North American birds are at risk of extinction due to climate change. And you've already kind of pointed out some of the work that you're doing here to help the birds that use these areas thrive. I'm kind of curious about that other third, the third that's maybe not as at much of a risk. What are some birds' uh, either habits or locations that make them perhaps more I don't want to say immune, but uh less affected by climate change, and then inversely that two thirds that is impacted um what's what's gonna be the cause of them you know perhaps being extinct
1: yeah, so very good questions uh what you're referring to is there was a report a couple of years ago out of Cornell and some other partners that we've lost nearly three billion birds in the last fifty years wow. a very staggering number uh climate change and habitat loss being some of the main reasons for that. Like you said, there are some birds that are generalists in habitat and very adaptive um, that have been doing okay and are actually increasing in number. Uh, Some examples of that would be uh, birds that are more southern in nature that are spreading northward because of climate change. Some birds like the red-bellied woodpecker that you may be seeing at your bird feeders that used to be more of a Southern bird, even bald eagles here in Wisconsin, where I live, they're nesting in every County now. So uh, hmm. restoration for them in the post DDT area has era has worked really well, but for all those other two thirds of species, unfortunately uh, that's more a lot more than half, obviously. And, um yeah, they're threatened by even just the projected rise of a few degrees. Iconic birds like the common loon, which is a state bird of Minnesota and a treasure in the Wisconsin Northwoods as well, uh, might not be breeding in these states in the future. It might be more of a bird that has to go up to Canada because the waters here have warmed too much.
0: Hmm. Wow. Uh, my last thank you very much for addressing that question Um, my last question for you is uh, just kind of a blanket: where can people get more information about the work that you're doing and perhaps even ways that they can help out
1: yeah uh, thanks so much for asking that because we definitely have ways for people to get involved Uh, the Christmas bird count's coming up soon that happens all over the country and um, this is um, now that it's snowing it's more in the front of our mind, but Duluth has one every year, uh, Superior, we're trying to uh, revive that count. It hasn't happened in the last couple of years, but we're hopeful we can get it going. Um, the Audubon Great Lakes website is gl for Great Lakes, gl.audubon.org, and you can find a lot more about what projects we have going on throughout the Great Lakes on that website. And then we also have a really cool new tool called the Migratory Bird Explorer, where you can learn about all sorts of migratory birds coming through the Upper Midwest, um, challenges they face, where they migrate through, where they breed, where they winter, things like that. That's at explorer. Audubon. Org. So, cool things to look at there, um, and. The best way to get involved is probably just to get out, experience some of these awesome areas. Like I said, Wisconsin Point, Alloys Bay, but other areas in the estuary like Billings Park, the Pocagama River area, the Namajee River area, and use eBird, eBird.org. That's a mm-hmm. free website that you can enter data in, and that data goes to help um, projects like this where we don't have official surveying going on so that data is really nice uh, when people are able to go collect it.
0: Perfect. We'll get some links up on our website a little later on today. Tom, thanks so much for taking the time. Really appreciate you being here on Green Visions today.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. And just real quick, I want to thank our partners, the Wisconsin DNR and several other partners, including the City of Superior, Douglas County, and the Minnesota Land Trust and others. So thank you again.
0: Yes, and thank you for your work. Be well, Tom.
1: Absolutely. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
0: That is Tom Presby, the Wisconsin Conservation Manager for Autobahn Great Lakes. And you've been listening to Green Visions. Green Visions is a production of The North 103.3 to encourage green thinking and green actions. Green Visions is made possible by the Minnesota Power Energy Conservation Program, making progress toward a lower carbon energy future.